You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. All right, welcome everyone to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Boker Broadcast. I am your host, Seth Cohen, and with me as always is... The winner of the episode, Stephen Rabideau. (laughs) (laughs) And... Already see. I don't know what that means. (laughs) He's starting a fight with you. (laughs) And, well, you know what? Hang on. I, I, I am the most topical. (laughs) <laughs> the most topical what do we have see I'm the most topical I, no I do not under, I don't understand what just happened <laughs> that was Tool Enema oh, oh. right technically the song's about California falling off into the ocean which is something I pray for all the time <laughs> but in this case it applies to today Brooklyn potentially getting sunk because you wanted to start a fight with Brooklyn and California fuck them both <laughs> um, no, there's a ton of flooding in Brooklyn. Manhattan's kind of floody. Yeah, it's good. It keeps the homeless off the streets. So that was a great time for tourists actually come. They can see the city a little bit cleaner. I actually heard from uh, from Les Dunlap today. He was like, "Hey, I hope you guys and your family's safe." And I thought he was just doing a general check in, and it, he didn't realize that in our part of Jersey, we are not having that terrible flooding. But that was really sweet of him to reach out and just make sure everyone was okay. I got lucky. I got the hell out of the city by 10 a.m. Yeah, mm. smart, smart move. So, what we have in store today, we're going to talk, uh, uh, Steve's going to talk about a tournament he was recently at, we'll talk about stuff that's upcoming, I'd like to talk about spell racking with everybody, uh, I would like to review the new models, the new Chimera models that have come out, give our opinions there, and we've got a little bit of a, a, a rules a judges corner to have a quick discussion on, and then I'll be a cast, am I missing anything? That sounds good. Arthur, am I missing anything? Nope. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing at all? Nada. Okay, because, you know, I wouldn't want you to whine like a little bitch at the end of the episode because we didn't do something. Well, that's just you being a heartless scumbag. That's yes, fine. Yes, yes. All right. I'm used to people being selfish because, like, I'm, oh, like, you think I'm, I've always been with a girlfriend or, or, or a wife for a number of years, so I'm used to how, like, women are very self-centered oh, and no, only stop, think about stop. themselves. I need you And to then stop. you're, like, my I second really, wife. No, Everybody I swear says to God, that. this is the kind of thing you start on and then you're surprised it gets cut out of the podcast later. <laughs> Just stop. Holy I'm just crap. saying, they're different creatures. All right. So, recently, the fantastic people in the Delaware War Machine meta, after putting on, from what I understand, it was a fantastic show at Nova, uh, are putting on the Sussy Scuffle, Susquehanna Scuffle. There's a three-person team event, correct? There, That's Mr. a good Rabideau? name. Good That's name. correct. Yep, and that is going to be on October 7th. That's a, a week and a day from today. Mm-hmm. I could not get a team and get there in time. I'm going to be dropping by to smile and nod nice. and wave at people, etc., but I will not be playing. But uh, you know what? If you're in the area, you should stop by because they got a lot of cool stuff going on besides the tournament, and uh, it's always good to get gamers together and chat and talk, etc. So, But before that, they uh, discovered that there was a store that was trying to start a new War Machine meta in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And I believe last time we were dubious of it actually being Cherry Hill. We were wrong. It is, in fact, Cherry Hill. Not well, let story, me be but... clear. Mm-hmm. You were wrong. Thank you very much for Love taking it. the time. Love to... it. Love it. Yeah. Love when Steve's if on Seth my side. Seth hasn't already edited it out. 
the audio will bear that out. I, I don't I don't edit out when I'm wrong about things. But I, you might have edited out me being right. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, but generally speaking, I do edit out misogyny. Mm. So, uh, in case but, that got edited out, misogyny. You know, <laughs> misogyny. That's sucks. not going to make sense. So now you do have to leave it in. Oh, always edit out misogyny. All right. So, uh, Mr. Rabbitoh, you were at that event. So tell us about it. How many folks were there? Did you have a good time? Blah 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 blah. I believe there were twelve folks there. I think it was twelve. It's not okay. bad. Um, or maybe fourteen. Might have been fourteen. Okay. Uh, it was somewhere in that number. So we ended up dis- a risk of four rounds, right? So we decided it was gonna be three, which I think is a great way to go. <laughs> the risk of a dreaded fourth round. Exactly. Hey, I'm telling you, that's something that I've noticed in the meta that I'm very happy about. This year, uh, unfortunately, I am in charge of the War Machine events at Captain Con. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which is just not something I wanted to be in the position of being in charge of, but there it is. None of us. And, None uh, of us, Seth. Right. And, um, and I posted the events, and in the event descriptions, I talked about how it was going to be three rounds. And can I tell you the number of people that were like, hey, way to go, great call, mm-hmm. great job, gives us time to have a tournament and enjoy the convention. And, yep. you know, so, hey, all for it, right? I think there is definitely a place for a four- or five-round tournament. You know, like something something that's like intense, that's yeah. meant to be that way. Yes. I think there is a place for that. I would be interested in doing that like once a quarter, you yeah. know, where it's yeah. like, okay, this is going to be our big tournament this quarter, so let's all go out. And still, I'd probably cut it at four. Right. But I would, I would, you know, it's, it's, it is sometimes fun to do that sort of yeah. thing. Like, I do well, kind of miss that. The team but... event is 16 teams. That's going to be four rounds. Right? Yes. That's, we're, yes. Not, we're not cutting that short. We're not potting that. Right. So, and then at the, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Boker Brawl, our five-person team event, that is going to be two days, five mm-hmm. rounds. And the the Sussy Scuff is going to be um, four. Four, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they also are strong believers. I think it's twelve teams actually. Is no, it? it's only twelve teams, so it could be four. But if it is, they're they're willing to push it to four, I believe. Gotcha. But yeah, like that's I I, I do kind of miss it, but not as much as I enjoy like going to dinner afterwards. And I do yeah. think that is a key component to just like meta building and Agreed. meta existence is Agreed. going to dinner after the tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. which is what we did. Yeah. Uh, after Erica won. Oh by the right. Way. So shout out to her. She nice. beat me pretty badly in round three for that for Good that victory. Job. So. Nice job, Erica. Um, How did she? But beat she you? was nice. She was nice. Grim, she was. How did she beat you? Uh, well, so she played. No, she was playing um, Dusk. Oh, okay. And Dusk is a little tricky. They're a little tricky. You can kill their stuff, and then other stuff appears in their place. Little ghosts. It's never nice. That uh, here's the thing. Um, I don't have any magical weapons in Brine Bloods. Uh, like not even not even Boomhaller's pistol is magical, right? So that's kind take, of a problem. And you didn't take the command card. No, I didn't. I, I never do, which I probably should now, you know, <laughs> right. as a result of this experience. Right. So that was an issue, um, and she was very careful about, like, I had I, I was playing Fire Quill, so the whole Boom Power thing doesn't matter. But he's got a lot of magical guns, but, you know, there's only so much that he can do, and depending right. on when things are happening in the turn, like, it may not matter. Like, right. he wants to go early to feet, and then stuff starts popping out after the feet, so these ghosts are all over the place. So you know that she basically just trashed me. So, gotcha. I got I got got. Maybe in and the I, I put up a fight in the end. You know I had I still had one dire troll running around towards the end, and he like wrecked another heavy and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. well I wonder I wonder if she thinks you put up a fight. I'll be, I'll be ma- sure. Ma- to ask maybe. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have um? Did a Brian Bloods have a, a character um, troll? Yeah. They do. Yeah, I think oh, it's they called do. the Great Old One. Is it out? No, or, or, I mean, or is it? I know it's not out. Has it been previewed at all? 
Uh, no, not officially. So it was it was included. So in you the might league. get lucky. So now maybe I don't this think I get maybe it. this stupid troll will pull like a siren out of the ocean as it's getting on to the maybe. land, yeah. and it'll have a magical attack because it'll be using like the magical siren to beat people over the head instead of the fish. There you go. That could be, or a crab, or a mermaid, or a mermaid. Could be. I'm gonna could slap be. Ariel. You will never forgive that shark. No. Okay. No. All right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was a it was a great event. I'm looking forward to going back. Uh, they mentioned that they're going to host more but events that will there. Happen. Yeah, they're looking um, at December. I encourage them to have something on December 16th because that's my birthday, mm, and I figure that's mm-hmm. a great excuse to let you know for my wife to let me out to go to a, mm, go to a tournament for the that's day. That's a good idea. Rum man would just leave. <laughs> Says the man who's not married. But anyway, uh, <laughs> actually, I am. <laughs> right, technically, you are. <laughs> actually, I am. <laughs> I just you made that anti-misogynist comment, which actually I'm on, you know on board with. But of course, I had to buck the system with that last comment. Five Start seconds. Start a ago. fight, man! This episode's gonna look like Swiss cheese by <laughs> the end. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not a video. But you know who's coming out on top? Yeah. This That's guy. right. <laughs> I'm Steve, getting in every No one has any problem with me, rather. <laughs> That's not right, Mr. Non-Controversial. That's Guard right, his co-pilot. Right. Uh, so. I'm glad everyone had a great time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying trying out an event down there. The space, how was the space? Space was excellent. Yeah. It was phenomenal. It was it was it's designed for that sort of thing. Like it's an event space, you know. Oh, cool. So they have tons of tables. Um, we could absolutely fit more people in that space. Uh, they had like a, a magic tournament or something going on at the same time, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no conflict in terms of space. Oh, uh, they had rolling trays for every wow. table. Two for every table. One for every player. Wow. Uh, so I'm, I didn't bring a tray. It was not a problem. It was great. Yeah. Just roll yeah. it around. That's amazing. All right. That's very cool. Well, hopefully I can make the one in the December, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dave will have something at Portal coming up. Yep, on the 28th. 28th of October. Yeah, there's a rumor that that's going to be unlimited. <coughs> All right. I don't know. So we'll see. That'd be cool. He's been really interested in doing that. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it, if it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not a ton of Unlimited is out yet. So right. we'll see. Right. Well, I know that um, we're going to do an Unlimited event at uh, um, Captain, Con, Captain right? Con. And then if that goes well, and of course if there's an interest, we'll do one for Friday at the Boker Brawl. And, um, you know, have you guys been on the, there's actually an Unlimited War Machine Facebook page. I have not been on there. You, I, you, you should, and here's why. Um, so because it's a new War Machine page, mm-hmm. you have to choose to be a part of it, right? You have to you say, I want to go be part of that page. Mm-hmm. So all of the old cranks aren't, there. aren't there, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a very, it's turned into a very positive space, a very oh, positive nice. space, uh, page. And, uh, you know, people put up fun posts, and, you know, <coughs> all the comments are very positive. It, it, you know, none of the none of the old curmudgeons are hanging around mm. on the page saying negative stuff for the sake of saying negative stuff. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. So Do they allow sales? I'm trying to move some models. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants Legions of Dawn, Scorn of all types, Circle of all types, I got them. All right. And Crix. A song. And Crix. And Crix is available. Selling them for a song. I, I sold out of everything except Kador uh, before, right before Mark IV hit. I, I, I was... bought Circle right before Mark IV. <laughs> so I got really lucky. I you know I, I knew the change was coming, and I said you know let me let me and I needed to clear out my hobby room. It wasn't like I, it wasn't like an, an Arthur Condelli special where like I look at the market and hit it at the right time and you know did all the right stuff like you usually do. Yeah, not this time. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. So, uh, you know, then we're going to get into October. Uh, October is going to be very, very busy. I'm not sure when we're going to have a chance to podcast. You mean November? Uh, no, I'm still talking about October. Okay. Uh, it's going to be very busy. I'm not sure when we're going to get a chance to podcast only because I have the WTC. Um, right. And that's and, and I've got a ton of stuff to get done before and after that event. Yeah. So we ha- we'll have a we should have multiple recap podcasts. I would yeah. say because like we're gonna have the sussy scuff, which I think is gonna be worth recapping. Yeah. The WTC, which will be worth recapping. Maybe so. what we'll do is because uh, I know we're gonna have lists out next week. That's right? true. So maybe I just we carve out like we're we're all together in one room today. So I didn't think of that editing you out is much harder like this. Um, nice. Yeah. So maybe the next one we go back to Zoom so we all have our own little audio tracks. But we, I'm sure we can, if we can stay late enough, we can get a Zoom in and we can go over lists and we can uh, talk about the sussy scuffle. He only mm-hmm. wants that so he can censor me. You heard him just say it, right? You I know. He just tipped his hand. I don't know. My, my, my pro censor Arthur position has been clear for some time. You're acting surprised. <laughs> You're so evil. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we'll do that. Then we've got WTC, and then not long after that, we'll have my very first Warfare weekend. Very excited about mm. that. Yeah, gonna get to go this year. So many recap episodes. It's yeah, gonna be great, yeah. folks. Um, Stay tuned. <laughs> all the recapping, all the time. Don't move that dial. <laughs> Sixty-six WNBC. <laughs> so, uh, topic for tonight, or uh, one of our topics for tonight, uh, I want to talk about spell racking. Hmm. So, Mr. Rabideau, just because I don't trust myself to not say it correctly, when do you, when is it appropriate in a steamroller to rack the spells? So you do it after you've revealed your casters. After you've chosen casters and simultaneously revealed them, then if you're both playing Mark IV armies, you choose your spells and then simultaneously reveal them. Right, so you have to reveal the spells that you've, you've, you've obviously racked, so it's not a mystery to anybody. Yep. Um, so before the die roll to go first. So like you don't necessarily know what side of the table you're on. Right. You know, so Pathfinder Well, does that affect relevant. does that affect your your rack choice, do you think? It could. It could. How so? Uh if you have if you rely on Pathfinder from like a spell or something like that or if it's like if if you're not planning on relying on it but suddenly there's just a ton of uh like a lack of t- or you know, too much rough terrain or something like that. It could matter mm-hmm. there. Uh if you end up on a table that has a bunch of walls on one side and not on the other, and you have like a defensive buff, you might want it if you're on one side, but you don't care about it on the other, you know, stuff like that. All right. You know, so my rack strategy, which, look, again, I have once again fallen behind in playing. My son has decided he loves my Orgoth army, so I, you know, I've been playing uh, some some Legacy Kator, which, don't get me wrong, I'm having fun playing it, but I don't have the same tactical view like i'm not paying attention the same way i would pay attention if i were playing my orgoth mm-hmm. um so i've been kind of uh when i do get to play the orgoth i've been you know kind of thinking okay what spells do i know synergize with my plan mm-hmm. because i don't know enough about the other casters i don't you know I, I can't look at someone else's card and say oh i need x mm-hmm. so that's what i've been doing which i guarantee you is not the optimal way to play um uh. I don't know. So it, I think there can be, there's probably like three approaches. Okay. So the first approach being your approach, which is I know what I want to do. So I'm going to bring stuff for that. Right. So for an example, like Horusk, right? So his feet is plus armor. So if mm-hmm. you bring an armor spell, you just double down on that. Right. Right. You bring right. viable resolve, you're doubling down on mm-hmm. his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, or you bring like a, a Silence of death or something, you're increasing damage. So mm-hmm. you're like, send, you know, that's that's all like, okay, I know what I want to do. I'm going to try and do these things. Um, and then the second way you could do it is uh, more defensively. If you say like, okay, I see what you want to do, and I'm going to try and stop that. 
So examples would be like in brine bloods, you can take rough seas, which is a essentially um, shooting. I debuff. always forget. Yeah, it's a shooting debuff. So you add a die, uh, and then you lose a you lose the best die for ranged attacks right. against ranged attacks made against models in your control range. Gotcha. So if they have a lot of guns, you can do that. Um, or uh, in Signar playing uh, like deflection, you know, plus two def against range of magic, right? So there's there's you can you can think about it that way, or you can bring um, like a third option would be uh, you can bring just like weird stuff, you know, try things out. So like especially like corner case type stuff. So if you're bringing like um, like you bring like the lightning tendril, not lightning tendrils, you bring like lightning. I forget. It's like lightning pulse and then chain lightning or whatever. You bring like those kinds of things. Um, although typically those usually like the, your first two spell slots go to your your best spells and mm-hmm. then the third one on that third caster goes to the flex where it's like so like in Signar you take arcane shield probably you mm-hmm. take snipe probably gotcha right like that's, yeah, those yeah. are probably the two you're taking and then everything else is just like eh maybe if I have to which brings which was going to bring my next question are there any go-tos? Are there any you absolutely have to... When, you, when you're rack, it doesn't matter. I'm taking this spell. I think if you have a spell rack that has a universally good spell. And I was always the type... I would look at my caster spell list and I would build my army based on knowing that I have those spells available mm-hmm. to me. And the, the best part about the rack, though, is like when you used to make a list and you'd be like, okay, I have deflection or decel... Uh, and if you were signal, you probably also had arcane shield because you know they get all, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then your opponent has zero guns, and you've kind of built your army to be this anti-gun gun list because whatever faction was kind of bullying uh, the the scene for a while. And then you're like, well, okay, my caster spells here are useless. They're probably not even going to play that list. Now the list itself might have been pretty good, but you you almost didn't want to play it because you're like, well. Yeah, but this caster's not going to do anything in mm-hmm. this matchup. That's the beauty of the rack, though, is that you get to make these tech decisions, you know, at, at the game table. So if, if you're happy with your list, um, then you can just, I guess, custom tailor your, your spells for that particular match. Right. Which is nice. But as far as what you're saying, your go-to, guaranteed, I'm playing the spell, Arcane Shield, Yeah. when is it bad? Yeah, yeah. You know? So I, I'll know, tell you, I, the only times is when they have easy access to Dispel. And then it's like, well, but, I yeah, but okay, it. but now it's yeah. a fight, right? Like it's like, hey, I'm gonna cast this. Are you mm-hmm. gonna spend your focus to cast uh, whatever dispel? Right, right. It's uh, unless, unless of course dispel's just on a weapon, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny because you know, again, my, my son is is playing Orgoth. He he's really likes War Machine. He loves loves crowd. He, you know, Dad, we playing a game tonight? No, we're not. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, he, he, there's so much for him to think about. Like, I'm. I don't really want to. I don't want to say the word burden, but like, there's so much to think about in that opening turn that I think if I start saying, "Hey, let's start thinking about your rack," that's gonna just complicate it, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, when's the right time you think to start introducing him to this idea of the spell rack? Is it when he starts saying, "Oh no, there's so and so across the table." Well, he's yeah. using it now, right? Well, you know, he picks ahead of time yeah. because the spells he's familiar with, but he doesn't mm-hmm. sit there and say, oh, he picked that caster, I should look at my rack and pick a superior spell. No, I wouldn't follow. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think I think um, War Machine instruction can suffer from just like a glut of information. Yeah. So I think starting with 
stuff like that where it's just like okay you just take these these are going to yeah. be good yeah and they're kind of universally applicable until you know he runs into a problem and then he has to solve the problem right and then he can pick another spell kind of a deal let right. him play 50 games Oh, don't start. <laughs> don't start. He's not playing 50. So, games. something that's it, not not well, all racks. Yes. Not all racks are created equal. That's the thing about what's going on in War Machine. So, Signar is an interesting one because it has like the top three or four spells, and then everything else you just don't take. So, uh, I, I do wonder if. I, I think the later racks are less that. There's like more interesting diversity there. Um, like in Brine Bloods, for example, in Dusk, I think you get more diversity. So that also impacts how you make your selections. Because like in Signar, for example, if I'm if I'm looking at my spell rack, I'm you know the big dogs, Arcane Shield, Snipe, Jackhammer can be really good um, if you know how to use it. You can build the whole list around that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then that's kind of it. Like everything else is just like well, I. Am I going to take uh, Tactical Supremacy or am I going to take Snipe? Am I going to take Tactical Supremacy? You know what? But if you don't really have a lot of guns, then you're not going to take Snipe and you would take Tactical Supremacy. That's true. That's true, right? So it depends I mean, on how, how you, you build, build your, your list. list. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it can it can be interesting because if it's like, well, I have two choices for two of my casters, right? I got two choices. So probably Arcane Shield. Like you have to, you have to not take Arcane Shield. Seriously. Now I'm going to get yelled at. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, Newsflash, there's a microphone in front of you. Uh. So you have to not take Arcane Shield. You have to not take Snipe. Like, that's kind of the, the yeah. situation that you're in. Yeah. Um, I don't know that the Orgoth spell rack is exactly like that, where you're like, well, I can't see a good reason not to take Inviolable Resolve. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sometimes yeah. it is, sometimes it isn't. Yeah, and, um, you know, Windstorm's always the toggle. It's a great spell, but if you happen to be playing an army that doesn't do any shooting, it doesn't matter. Right, or does very little. Like, yeah. it's shooting is incidental. Yeah, right. stuff like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, a lot can go into the, the thought of it. I do, I do think Brian Bloods has a little bit more interesting of a spell rack in that it has one defensive... Well, it has two. It has Fortify as a defensive spell, but it's yep. only on your battle group, really, yep. that really matters. And then it has um, Rough Seas. So I find myself... Almost never taking rough seas, uh, although I haven't run into any like serious gun lines. But even like serious gun lines, you just kind of boost through it usually. Like I don't think Orgoth, for example, really has a hard time shooting through it. Right. Um, but it's just it is it is interesting to see how like the spell rack can sort of define what you do, even though it does give you options. It's like well, I could take chain lightning. But I'm never going to. <laughs> I never will take chain lightning. You know? don't, don't never say never. You yeah. never know. Well, there's lightning pulse that costs one less and does two models. So it's like, well, I could pay three focus. I could take chain lightning, pay three maybe focus, maybe get four. And yeah, both. That's that would be interesting. But you never what, know. What if there's a castle that comes out that's like, you know, you love could, lightning you, stuff. Yeah, and you could sling a lightning spell for free. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, well, yeah, I'm going to take the three cost one. Well, so then you end up with, um, like, Shadow Tongue in Brine Bloods, whose feet is spells cost less. Or you end up with Sabreth, who is like, I just cast every spell I have for free. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, okay, those nuke spells, they look a lot better now. Because it's like, okay, so now maybe I do cast this a bunch of times. Because I can cast, like, with Sabreth, you can cast Hex Blast, like, three or four times or something like that. Yeah, and so action at Erebus too. Yeah, so like suddenly you're just like blasting Not through, Erebus. right? Um, 
Scavenous. Yeah, Scavenous. Scavenous, right, exactly. Where, like, suddenly you're just, like, casting a bunch of spells that previously you wouldn't have thought to do. Right. Um, yeah, so it's yeah. interesting. I, that's, this is part of why, I mean, maybe this segues into our next discussion point, but why I don't think Unlimited is going to catch on hugely. Because this is fun. Yeah, like, thinking about yeah. the spell rack, you know, talking about how you're going to try and implement it, like, different things that you could do. Like, the start of the game, like, usually our conversation is, like, okay, what could I have done differently in this game? Yeah. You can start with, well, I wouldn't take that spell again because it didn't do anything. Right. I think I think Unlimited will scratch the itch of people who have models that didn't make it over and they yeah. want to play with them again. I'm yeah. hoping. Yeah, look, I'm all for supporting Unlimited format. I want people playing, right? More, more people come to club, club day and playing games is more fun for everybody. Absolutely. Right? And it's not like yeah. you can't play... Mark Four stuff in unlimited. You right. just have more limited options. Yes, um, which I think is, is limited. Yeah, which I think is kind of fun. It's a little bit of a fun inversion because I don't think the Mark Four stuff will cut it as well in an unlimited format. Just because like it's good. Don't get me wrong. And like you can rack a spell that maybe is helpful, but ultimately if you have to deal with Maylock and he's got just like every Archon. And it's all gators, and then also, or it's like uh, it's Damiano running a bunch of gators or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Eventually, you just can't chew through it, and it right. becomes a problem. Right. Right. So what? What? Uh, we're not going to mm. go through every unlimited list, especially since all the unlimited lists are not out yet. But did anything unlimited uh, pique your interest? Let us Besides say. mercenaries. Well, Besides so mercs aren't out yet. Um, we only have unlimited in context of like what's in prime for mercs, but we have the full unlimited for circle. Well, they have unlimited mercenaries. It's all in there, but like it's not actually it's not every model yet. It's only what was in prime. Um, so like specifically, it's not all the casters. It's okay. only the prime casters. Um, but yeah, so uh, we have all the models for Signar, Circle, and Cricks right now. I think that's it. Um, Cricks, I just want to I want to give a shout out to um, Sturgis too. Not Sturgis too. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't think I think you made that up. So. Um, but they had uh, a whole other opportunity to make this guy relevant. Everyone who got the Kickstarter model has just been waiting for this opportunity. I don't know what Seth's talking about. Um, the the uh, I, I want to give a special shout out to though everybody's favorite model who has gone from most affecting model in the game no question to i would say probably least affecting it's model in the game, game i feel no, he's no he's it is bile thralls yeah so bile thralls as you may recall i don't specifically oh, recall this because no, i didn't play I this the six, at the time. The six inch blow it was uh, bigger than that it was eight inches it was eight inches before yes what in mark one yes yeah oh. so it was an eight yes. inch it was a pizza pie half of a pizza that it would just obliterate there was a we had i forgot his name uh, he had the template yeah. made. Oh yeah, for the Michael six Plus. inch, for yeah. a six inch, for the six. Yeah, that thing was huge. Yeah. Yes, it's it, it is literally a half of a personal pan pizza. Yes, uh, and, and 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 half of the turn was spent turning your bile thrall to just the right direction to make sure it didn't get the other bile thralls and just your army just disappeared. Just destroyed so many scorn models. Oh, it was terrible. Um, and then it came down. Well, okay, so that wasn't me. But then it came down to six. Yeah, yep. then it came down to six inches. Then it became a spray. And then it became a spray. Guess what it is today? I don't know. If it's killed by a melee attack, you get continuous corrosion. Ah. That's it. Yeah. That's it, folks. Yes. 
I don't think they've produced well, they that don't model still shoot. in 15 years. They still shoot, but like <laughs> Purge is now just, if this model is hit by a melee attack, okay, not killed. If you're hit by a melee attack, but you're going to die. I, I'm telling uh, you. After the attack like, is resolved, uh, you suffer continuous crush. I would be shocked if they had if they made a box of that model. In the... I, I, I don't know why that happened. I shut the volume off. <laughs> so, yeah, it, that that's just such a, such a grand journey yes. from... It, half of a 16-inch pizza to a single model gets continuous corrosion. Doesn't even, like, take what, a pound 10 or I'm nothing. To, what is the name of that ability? Because that ability's purge. been around. Yeah, it's No, purge. but it wasn't called Purge. But oh. It was always something like... No, it was always called, like, Purge. Was it was the, always like, called Purge. Yeah. No, no. The Bothell's ability was always called Purge. Uh, but yeah. the rule that says you suffer the continuous uh, corrosion, continuous effect... I feel like that's been around. Yeah, I think I feel like um, I think uh, in Mark II oh, the frogs the frogs had it. Yes, I don't know what it was called, but uh, there was something called like it burns that would be like the same thing with fire. Yeah, um, but I don't it remember. Stings. Yeah, maybe something like that. <laughs> yeah, the frogs used to have that. Yeah. They were great. Um, okay, but yeah, so that's that's just something I want to specifically call out. And then second, uh, Haley is really interesting nowadays uh, because. Haley 2 got Haley 1's feet, so now it's just an additional attack for everybody. Right. And then uh, Haley 1 finally got Temporal Barrier as a feat. That's what her feat is, is what Temporal <laughs> so, Barrier so spell, used to be. Right? Her, yeah. her spell became her feat like we were saying, oh, I don't know, in year one. It should have always been. <laughs> it was always amazing. I remember coming very close to winning a tournament after, like, I just random. It was right before Mark 3 dropped, I think. So I was just like... I, I won, you know, like a starter box for Signar or something, like a like the army box or whatever. So I had right. Haley one, and I had some trenchers or what, or like long gunners or something. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this to a tournament. And it was disgusting. Casting <laughs> temporal barrier was disgusting. And I knew, I should I should just be this should just be a feat. And now it is. Now it is. Now it is. Well, I mean, look, we all have our stories of getting Haley tooed. Mm-hmm. The best was I went to uh, a temple con one year. And my express goal was I was going to just play my gators the very bestiest that I could. And I was going to take copious notes on things that I can do different and better. And just really try to up my level of play because I was going to play like 16 games that week. Mm -hmm. right? And I think round one uh, on Friday, I get paired with a Haley 2 player. And I lose the game and the game's over. And I'm okay because, you know, I'm there to lose and learn and, and all these kinds of things. I look at the guy and say, okay. Now, I got this notebook here with all these columns and circles and arrows and things. And he said, let's start talking about my game and what I could have done better. It's like nothing. There is no reality in which you could have won that game. Right. There is. He, he said you could have hit me with a bat and knocked me unconscious, and I still would have won this game. Right. Like, okay, I'm just going to close my notebook and never play this game again. That is Haley 2 for you, folks. Yes. Or it was. But, it was. But when you beat Haley 2, was there a better feeling? I don't think it ever happened to me. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not being facetious. <laughs> I don't think I ever won against I, Haley 2. Even when I beat like Lich too, oh yeah, oh god, you were like that was yes. That was I'll tell great. you what did feel good, and this again, we're, we're we're now we're just being nostalgic. Do you remember what Death Jack used to do in Mark One? Wouldn't he like charge your caster so. if he didn't give him focus? He would charge his own caster. Yeah, if uh, if he had to cripple his arms or no, not cripple, he had to cripple his soul cages, and then he would uh, turn the on his caster. Hate, yeah. Um, and that happened to me once, and it was glorious. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every other time I lost. Uh, okay, so is there anything else we want to say about Unlimited other than, hey, get out there and play some of the So I'm just games? like, I was just looking at Crick's thing. Uh, mm -hmm. 
holy hell do you have to do a lot of scrolling just to get to units. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So at the bottom in this game, I'm at the bottom you can hit collapse all, which is helpful, yes. especially in unlimited. Yes, so that you can just get there directly. Wait a minute, no, I want to see that. Uh, so we're gonna listen to you scrolling and talk about what interested you. No, no, no. Um, for some reason, they put <clears throat> as a weapon attachment uh, the revenant crew rifleman, even though. I would have thought it would have just been its own unit of three, the way they mm. have done that with all these. That's true, own. they have done that, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Another one with Bloodbound. Uh, so I, I know that we hadn't, like, I hadn't given you guys a heads up on this beforehand, but we we're talking uh, about Unlimited, and we're talking about the rack. Now that we've been playing for a few months, we had a discussion way back in Season 1 mm-hmm. about, uh, about the command cards and were there any auto-includes, and, you know, well, now that we've been playing, has that changed? I was just I was looking mm. at the command cards. Has that changed? Do we do we like the command card choices we're currently making, or you know, how, has that changed for you at all? Uh, just looking for hot takes there. Yeah, I would say so. I think there are still some that are going to be auto includes. I think if you're taking a war machine army without old faithful, you're making a mistake. Like old faithful yeah. is just too good to pass up on. Yes, um, agreed. It's kind of like the old objective that used to heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Very important oil. Yeah. Yeah, because it would repay your cortex or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you'd be able to give focus. Yep. Yeah. I, I, yep. yeah. What are you gonna take? I'll take healing. So that's the same thing. That's a command <coughs> yep. card. Exactly. Right. Um, I think that it does change, though. Otherwise, so for example, that we just talked about, like taking the blessed card, so that mm-hmm. I have magical weapons to right. deal with stuff. Like I should definitely do that. I kind of forgot about that. I feel like Sapper is. Mandatory well, and defenses, right? Because the defenses are now getting out there and people have them and they're using Probably have both. Defenses are a tricky thing um, to talk about. I, I have not been super impressed with my own play with defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be interested in seeing like what people can do and, and stuff like that where it's like exactly like the high level that it can get to. Because it, it the, really... only, the only defense I would even consider is the wall. The other ones to me are just nonsense. So like the wall slows you down. Slows you down. No, well, from a Crick's perspective, it doesn't. I guess that's true. Because right? I just don't care about terrain. So for, yeah. for Crick's, it's like the greatest thing ever. It's like, oh, my Banes are just going to march right through the, my own walls. Mm-hmm. The only thing I yeah, haven't thought if about... Mar- if you're marching through your walls, what are they doing for you? I could move right through my wall. So I can still charge you. I could do whatever. But yeah, it's giving me plus four. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's an obstacle. The right? fire pit or the spike pit, whatever... The only thing I could see that doing is preventing you from getting ambushed from the side. But since there really is no ambush like that anymore, I don't... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to me, those are like a joke. Well, you, I mean, you can, you are you going to try to bring your jack in and drag someone into the spike pit? Like, well, stop but it. You can it also... happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Thex- yeah, Texas. Texas can move all your models, so he just like, boop, put them on the spike but, pit. Oh, and the barrel. There could be some fun with the barrel, but... That's hard. Okay, there, yeah. there, there are four. You just now saw your way to use three of them. No. That so, out. no, so I, don't, I wanna... don't like the spike trap. I think it's ridiculous to say my strategy is going to be that I'm going to drag someone into the spike trap. Okay, no, but can... I, so the spike trap thing, though, is that, like, it would kill your Banes. So if there's a spike trap, it does kill your Banes. Well, I only care about the wall. Right. When it comes to the Banes, you only care about the wall. The well, wall so is the greatest thing. Defensively, ever. like, I, if I put them out somewhere that your Banes want to be, it changes that. That's you know? what I've been trying to say. So, like, that's that's... It can affect that. The problem is, like, there's a couple of interesting things where it's like, you can put the spike trap on a flag so that anything that gets close to the flag, any enemy thing that gets close, takes a POW 10. So it's like, okay, that's something. Um, 
but it, it is often very hard to put them down. And I think as the game evolves and like if we do if, if like steamroller changes to encourage more terrain or stuff like that, then it becomes less and less effective because you can't put any of them within like three inches of another of an objective or like an obstacle or each other or an obstruction. So like if you have a board with a lot of those, then they just kind of go nowhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I found now granted like I've been playing Brine Bloods recently, which uh, does not have Pathfinder. Just right. Period. Like there's no Pathfinder. Sure. Um, the only thing I have is a card that gives Pathfinder. Right. So if I put a wall somewhere, it hurts me almost as much as it hurts you, right? Mm, and then yeah, if I put yeah. a spike trap somewhere, it's rough terrain for me, you know? Yeah, so like any yeah. sort of like choke point I want to make just also chokes me, right? Gotcha. So like most of my stuff doesn't, most of them aren't really appealing to me. Um, I'll be very curious to see what uh, the use of defense is at WTC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suspect that there's going to be a lot of folks ha- taking defenses. I think so. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. I think they're, they're like a worthy inclusion of the game. I kind of like the idea of yes. having um, stuff like defenses. I don't know that defensive specifically are the thing that I would want. Um, like the, the specifics of them. I don't know that they are the things well, that I would want. But I just like the idea of like, oh yeah, you cart like this, uh, this you, obstruction in, onto the battlefield. You know, like that's, that's a real thing. There's, yeah. no, there's no more S at pool, right? Uh, it, exists. it exists, but it's not an obstruction. No, no. Okay, so if there was an acid pool, am I allowed to put a spike trap within three inches of it? Mm-hmm. So that could be a use, and I don't know. I know that you picked them on your list. I don't know if you're allowed to change them in between games. So I don't remember. It's it's. I don't think it's super clear. I know at the WTC you have to pick them with your list. Okay, so you are picking them so as there you is, build your list. So, hey, yeah, good. We have visual aids for everybody on radio. Outstanding. Yeah. Uh, Seth's favorite thing. Considering our pattern of really just providing uh, That's absolutely content. it. So, yeah. no, but, so, all right, but to be fair. Arthur's if, holding a circle. He's placed it on the table. That's right. It looks it's to be four inches. It looks to be about be five. But let's assume this is an acid pool, or we can actually yeah, just use the acid pool right here. Yep. Now, all right, he's put away the circle. oblong circle right. on now, the table. It is an acid pool. The spike trap is, is it three? So it is itself like a two-inch square, and it affects things within one inch of that. Okay. So the cool thing is, this one is actually kind of better, so we're going back to that. That's now the acid pool again, mm-hmm. and I'll use the actual acid pools because oh, they're a little more square. But you could do that, and you could block off a whole heck so of... So you could put acid mm-hmm. pools on either side of the spike trap. No, you put spike trap on either side of the acid pool. Ah, I see. I'm just saying that that yeah. would be one thing, I guess, if you like, you know, remember like when JVM had that crazy list where he would put almost a whole list on one little small section of the table and then just barely anything on the other side. So it was like this zone I'm giving up, but I'm going to own this side of the table. I'm going to work my way around. Mm-hmm. You ever play him with that list? I haven't, but I know what you're talking about. It would work, kind of. Okay. I, yeah, I so, mean that, that's a huge area of denial. Absolutely. Well, now mean, you do yeah. have to have a list that takes advantage of that area. Oh, well, of, of course, like that's well, the other thing. You have to have a list that makes sense for everything that you do. Right? Well, no, I'm just saying, like that's that's the thing, right? Is like you can do this area denial, and then you realize, like, oh, I'm a melee list. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, it's like, well, okay, so. Oops. Uh, you know, the spike traps don't hurt me, but they are rough terrain for me. Right. Right. That's kind of annoying. It, so, it's, it's also good for a gun line. Yeah, it's yep. like you know, you can have your ranged unit on over there, and yep. all of that's in front of them, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, try Absolutely. to get, try to get me. And I think you can do clever things with the walls, where like instead of putting them horizontally relative to your opponent, you put them vertically, 
And then it's just like, this is an area you can't land. Stuff like oh, that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it's just like, you can't put a heavy here. Mm-hmm. Right. Stuff like that could be interesting. But I, I do think it's sort of untapped. Oh, absolutely. So you know, it'll be interesting. There hasn't been enough, and we haven't seen enough. We'll see them. what the Polish players come up with. They're the most creative. <laughs> right. And so, so all that to say, I suppose, too. is defense a, a must-take card? I would say no. Yeah. Especially no. because because of what you just described, which is like, if there is this thing, you could do this thing. Whereas it's like, okay. I'm well, bri- you could probably just do three spike traps. You could. If you wanted. You could. Yeah, um, and, and, and like they, they, they're removable. Things, um, there are right. lots of things in lots of lists that can remove it. Right. So. Um, and then so like the uh, versus, for example, like I take Arcane Forces typically with my Brine Bloods because I have Perdition on the rack, which like is a very good spell and yep. I'd love to cast it an extra five inches. And, and I don't have Arc Nodes. There's just no Arc Nodes. Yeah. So yeah. stuff like that where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so I could take something that might have some value or I could take something that I know is going to have some output in this game kind of a deal. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the thing. But I do think the the known stuff often changes from army to army and caster to caster. Yeah. So, like, like I don't take arcane forces with my Signar. Yeah. Because I don't have a spell worth arcing right. that far. You know, And well, I have arc nodes. The way I was thinking about it was, you know, normally there are, like, three command cards that I know mm-hmm. I want to take. And then I'm like, well, four, I, I feel like this has got a place... And I'm always kind of stuck on five, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking uh, Sapper, because mm-hmm. if I got, I don't have a really good secure plan for card number five. Well, if someone has defenses, mm-hmm. I've got Sapper, right? It gives gives me gives me an unintended edge. Sure. Right. Yeah. And then if you it, another thing that you could do is, um, so like, in my Boomhowler list, I'm playing three Dire Trolls with. Uh, they all have the um, the shark gauntlet on their the shark skull gauntlet on their left hand, which gives them an open fist. So if mm-hmm. I take defenses and I just take three barrels, I got three barrels I can throw at things, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it it those also work as like sappers because I just you can use a you can use the barrel to destroy a defense automatically. That's, yeah, that's true. As long as you have an open fist. So like if you have those. All right. So let's move on from this conversation. I also wanted to spend some time talking about the Chimera and the three models that they have released, the Battle Box mm. that they've released for Chimera. So gentlemen, start spooling up your Chimera list there in your in your phone for me. Mm-hmm. First, I want to say that I, you know, they, they released the box art, right, or, or, or the uh, a lot concept of the, art. the concept art. Some of it was, was actual mm-hmm. 3D imaging. Some yes. of it was art. Some of it, there are some painted pictures. Yeah. I, I, was, I was a little pictures concerned that I thought I was just going to look at it and think skinks. Like I was going to think, mm. you know, GW, and, and I really didn't, and that made me really happy. Um, what's wrong with skinks? Nothing's wrong with skinks. I wanted it to be differentiated, though. It's completely different, different. It's not even close to the same thing. <sighs> That's my point! Like, with well, I, I don't. Well, you know what? I was really concerned about the House Callis because I was really worried that they were going to look like uh, Skaven. And as it turns out, they uh, they didn't. So I was happy about that. That's basically what you just said. So, moving on. Uh, I thought it was really funny. It was Charlie in our chat who was like, I can't believe they have blowguns. They don't have lips. And I was like, in our fantasy world of, you know, magic and, and, and everything else and steam jacks and, and, and Grimkin and Infernals, you're worried about lizards having lips. And then online, I saw that, like, Charlie was in the majority. <laughs> Everywhere I looked, people were like, how are they using those blowguns? Well, I mean, it's fair. I guess it's fair. so. I'm physics the only one. is physics, you know, and and people like their people like their stuff, right? So yeah, I yeah. think I think it's a very good answer. It's a very so good Charlie, response. you no, were not right. a very good question. Yeah, I should say Charlie is correct. 
Although, uh, I mean, look, technically they could have some level of lip, otherwise they couldn't make any sound other than the hiss. That's what he's saying. And now you've said it. Your fantasy world, Seth, huh? Whatever happened to your fantasy world? Moving on. Mr. Fight with Anyone's sidekick. Uh, we have Rassic. If he's on my Spawn side. Spawn of Shadows. We're talking. If he's on Rassic, my side, you Spawn must be wrong. Spawn of Shadows. Chimera, Shadowflame, Shard, Warlock. So, uh, I don't want to read down the stats. I do notice he's Mat 8, mm-hmm. Control 12, Arc 6, uh, Armor 18, uh, Defense 14, Battle He just play. said he didn't want to read the stats. Didn't say the speed, though. I didn't, didn't I did say the speed. didn't say the speed because it's 6. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. So he's I did done the stats. I, I was literally reading this model. Okay. Again. So he's got battle plans. Uh, it's got a no knockdown plus two armor, right? That's that a good is? one. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's like shield wall for everybody, in a sense, as long as they're touching your beasts. Warrior models touching your beasts. You're That's your battle. That's good. Yeah. Not bad. And then... Uh, it so reminds we, me of... Uh, shit. We've got precision, it's a bulwark or something like that precision strike, mm-hmm. which is uh, the tactician, right? You can yep. see through your guys 10 inches. And that's a mission I don't like. What's that one do? Uh, when you're disabled, you can advance three inches and make one basic melee attack. But you have to target a warrior model. Mm. Not I do like, like a beast. that one, though. See, you like that one. Yeah. It depends what the warrior models are. Especially because I, I have no reference of warrior models. Okay, yeah. So there, there have been like some leaks. We don't fully know. There are weapon masters. That's one thing. You okay. got to know. They're like Power 13 weapon masters. They are, I think, natively tough. Uh, if they're not, then you can give them tough with a command card. Here's my problem. It's so, a five inch range. Yeah. So you're gonna activate. You're gonna activate Rassic first. It's gonna move. Put that onto a model. A mm-hmm. model, mm-hmm. and then I don't have to attack that model, which might be the point. It could be a point, but like if you hit a unit model, so like let's just say they have a unit of weapon masters, I'm like, all right, don't attack that one. I will charge my models over here and kill all of these other four sure. members. Sure, I don't like this battle plan at all. I think this one will not really be used. I don't know what JVM was thinking when he created it. Um, I, I I don't disagree that but, it's probably the you know, least. But that's used. why he's a genius, and I'm not. So. Although although I do think um, yeah, it's probably the least used. But I, I do think it's fun. I think desperate mission is very fun when you have like the option I think for at the tough right no time in the right situation. You're gonna be like, wait, what is this? Which I, I don't know that I don't know that this guy has a super like no knockdown available. I'd have to I'd have to like look back through the spoilers. But <clears throat> yeah, the ability to to potentially so it happens when you're disabled, right? So yeah, like yeah. You get disabled, you do it, yeah. and then you pass your tough check or something like this that, right? This is like one like, of these turn four, and there's like not much left, but everybody's vying for points, yeah. and then you cast this on your guy, and you're like, shit, my solo is going to kill your solo, uh, but now... No, you put it on him. At the end of the game, you or, put it on him, and he's like, him. all right, your caster's coming at me, but yeah, how does that work? I might get you. What is... Yeah, how does that work? What do you mean? Uh, so you charge my caster, or this guy. Yeah. I have this on myself. Yeah. Uh, you kill me. I turn, well, around, I turn around and kill you. You disable me, and just, then I kill you. You just answered your question, right? So, you, you, so All right, I'm well, disabled, I'm, disabled, oh, I'm still going to die. Right, but you would die first. Who would die first? The person doing the charging initially would die first. What if... Because this all happens during the disabled step, and then... Like, I'm still... I'm on the table. I'm disabled, right, so but I'm, I'm on disabled. the table. I, I and then I kill you. I haven't been boxed yet, right? Exactly. So I'm Rassic, and you're... Whoever. So we're both going to be boxed eventually, but I'm just going to cross the finish line before you. Is what you're saying? Correct. Rassic will still be on the table before the other. person. And the game ends when the first first caster dies. Right. So, so it's hmm. kind of a it's goofy. Is it yeah. going to happen? No. Will it happen once? Yes. Yeah. 
Because hopefully I'm not going to What's going to happen to me? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm I not like a big the, fan of the feet. I like his... Uh, his feet's kind of whatever. Wait, wait, before we get to the feet, I, I'm, is it just Freak. me, or do the weapons coming out in Mark IV from Caster's high power? Say, Depends, but yeah. I see, I'm seeing a lot of high-powered weapons, I guess. There's well. usually, like, one. Yeah. That in, in, I mean, in Brian Bloods, they don't really have a big melee guy. They got a big spells guy, but he doesn't have a weapon. Gotcha. It's a power 17, range 2 on that thing, and remember... Crit decap. With crit decap. So if he crits, yeah. you get decapitated. I, I, I got to Look, I don't know if it's yeah, just yeah. my poor dice rolling, but whenever I need that, that, that crit, it never happens. So I just stop yeah. thinking about it. Well, so the, the beauty of him is he doesn't need it. Him yeah. being POW 17 means he doesn't really need it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, and... Uh, it makes him be able to kill a beast or a heavy. And they, on the spell rack, they've got, um, what's it called? Uh, Silence of Death. So he could be plus two POW on that thing, right? Mm -hmm. So he could be POW 19 pretty pretty handily. And then... He's got flashing If blade. there's anything else there... Yes. He's got a little path. And death much. So he has... He has... Uh, yeah, to continue on, he's got... His spell list is... His, his natives... He has two rack slots... And then he's got Death March, Flashing Blade, and Warpath. And it's like, this caster was made for me. Yeah. <laughs> he's mad eight, which is awesome. And then, so, Flashing Blade is an amazing spell that I love. Yeah. And then Warpath, also an amazing spell that I love. Yeah. He has Sidestep, which we didn't mention, and you can't Sidestep off of uh, Flashing Blade. Just want to throw that out there. Yes. Yeah, yeah so you have to be careful yeah. that you don't accidentally Flashing Blade all your initial attack targets. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then his feet, yeah, as Arthur mentioned... I don't find it super impressive. It's just defensive strike. Yep. So I think it, it's the kind of thing where you really have to jam in and make them want to come towards you. I, I so you know again talking about Mark IV impressions, I I don't know. I prefer maybe it's just me. I prefer casters that do more and feats aren't super super dramatic. You mm -hmm. know, I I I prefer to have a caster. That is more reliably doing really cool stuff, and maybe their feet is putting uh, icing on the cake, so to mm -hmm. speak. Right? Yeah. So it doesn't. Looking at all of his stats and all the things he can do, it doesn't bother me that his feet is lackluster. Yeah, I think I think his similar to similar to Wolf. Like once you start playing him, his feet is kind of the least interesting thing. Ultimately, like you want you want to have stuff to trigger it, but I think he's just ultimately about? always going to get compared to uh, what's his name from school. With the plus two armor and defensive strike, well, the plus two power and defensive strike. Uh, what's his name? Zadesh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's better than Zadesh. Any, though, anything the funky? Thing. And his uh, beasts I'm are saying they're going to get the feet. They're going to look oh, sure, solely yeah, yeah, at yeah. the feet, and they're going, "Oh, this is like half of Zadesh's feet." It's oh, true. Yes. But he is more than half of Zadesh. That's, That's right. the thing. <laughs> so, so is there any any play between desperate mission and the feet? Um, sure. Like you have defensive strikes, so you hit him once, and then yeah. they kill you, and then you hit him again. Right. For a single model, though, which is. And a warrior, definitely and two, a warrior model only. You can't put it on a beast. Yeah, definitely. To Arthur's point, is like it is single model. It's gonna be niche. Um, yeah, just ask it. But it's there, and um, yeah, I just think he's all around. Like two racks. My guess is they'll have a very good solo that's very tanky, uh, but doesn't necessarily hit that hard. And the goal will be maybe to try to put this on him so that he's hitting twice a turn. My turn, your turn. Could be. That would be neat. All right, let's go to those beasts because we're starting to run late on time. So let's. Uh, let's yeah, see. so we got the Hydrix and the Vipix. I gotta say, stupid names. I, yes, uh, I love. Yeah, look, I've made my peace a long time ago with the fact that Privateer Press does not name things great. Um, but you know, moving on from that, I love this um, idea with the three different heads and the three different uh, uh, um, 
Sorry, I keep... I, Tail I just, or spine or whatever. No, no, I mean the, the... It's got multiple heads with multiple options. Yeah, but uh, they also have multiple spells that come with the heads. Oh. Uh, th- yeah, you could have different animi. Animi, that's yeah. the word I couldn't think of because I'm getting old and I forget things now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think that's really super cool. Um, I just think it's a very cool model. And, um, you know, you can... Looks like you can really... Uh, you're gonna need you're gonna need more than one, right? You're gonna need a couple to get all the head combinations to create some very cool beasts, right? Yeah, so they are offering you can buy like a extra heads pack. Oh, neat. So, because uh, you're allowed to double up on the smaller heads. Yeah, so you have the central head and then two smaller heads. I did you're not allowed know to that they up. did that. That was yep. actually I really like that move. That's really cool. And so they did not when they initially announced the preview box, they did not offer it. Mm-hmm. And then within 12 hours, they were offering it, which is like, that's the beauty of 3D printing. Yeah. You could just be like, okay, we'll just print more heads. <laughs> we didn't, we right. didn't, we didn't right. buy exactly the right number. Yeah. So, you know, from, uh, we didn't buy a thousand of exactly the right number for, you know, body to heads. So we could just okay. extra heads. No problem. Standing. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see because, uh, so for like brine bloods, it's all about the heavies for me. Like I'm just gonna take as many heavies as I can. Oh, for future. these guys, we'll see what the inventory is like. Yeah, future sight's so good. It's yeah. great. But I don't, I don't I don't I actually don't know if I love that head. Yeah, so the Diviner grants future head? sight. No. Uh, it uh, also gets true sight, which is cool. Yeah. It does, I and mean, it gives out pre science. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, and then prescience is prescience. its is its uh, animus, which pre-science. gives out future sight. Um, I'm just gonna mispronounce it forever. Okay, That's good. fair. Okay. That's fair. On this podcast, words are hard. Where we say Horuskaha, yeah. that's what that's it fair. says. Horuskaha. What are you? are adding several extra what, letters there. What sir. are you saying? This word is prescience. Prescience. Yeah. Prescience. Yeah. Oh, prescience. That's actually an English word. It's supposed to be made up word that is Horuskaha. I like prescience. Mm. Uh, yeah. So you got the, you got that. So like the trade off there is there's like two melee heads. Yep. That one's pow sixteen. The other one's pow eighteen. Yep. Um, I, don't, I don't know which one the best head is. What's well, the best right? head? See, and that's the thing. That's the thing. I know. That's the I, beauty of it. It might be the flame. Depends on what you want, right? I, I, I get it. You know, by first glance, first glance, because especially with the one caster that we have who could make stuff move a lot, mm-hmm. maybe you Warpack. just want the toothy more. Because the toothy more is definitely like the beat stick of this thing. The mm-hmm. smaller head horn piercer's got critical armor piercing. I would love it better if it just had armor piercing, but I guess that's... Power 16, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So Never it's mind. It, yeah. So the <laughs> <Got> um, <it. laughs> makes I think more sense now. <laughs> this this beast. I think the flame spitter is the best central. Is the best central head. It's pretty solid because then you could take pow seventeens as your smaller heads, right? Which is perfectly reasonable as like a starter for well, damage. You could do your approach and everything with range. Or sorry, pow sixteens. Everything with range. Uh, or yeah, you could go all range. I, I like, was surprised to see the speed five, and then I saw the wings. Yeah, you can give it wings. The wing option. The wings cost like eight points. Or five. No, they cost no, five. five points, which is expensive. But it gives it flight. Gives it flight just straight plus up two and speed. plus two speed. Like, that's really good. Yeah. So, it's. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, I was not super into this faction initially um, until I saw the models in person. Where is it? I How do you know? It. Oh, because it's the flight keyword. I'm sorry. The simplest right there. Yeah. Um, but you could give it the dorsal feature, which the gives it swift is, uh, what, What's that symbol again? That's uh, Buckler. So, plus one armor. Let's move on to bite back. That's buckler. Oh, oh, sorry. That's the, that is no. um, headbutt. That's headbutt, but he so does, you don't it normally is a have headbutt. It is a buckler. It is a buckler. Let's yeah. move on to uh, Vipex. That's yeah. another one. The Vipex is very exciting to me. Um, I like how the the Ophidian head gives you uh, plus one AAT and mm-hmm. reposition so, three. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
you know, when we had the concept art up at the Poker Brawl mm-hmm. for the Sami, I was like, yeah. oh, you know what? The, this concept art looks good. And then they released these models, and I'm so upset. Because I, I have to talk about the models for a second. Sure. Okay. Especially Hydrax. Okay. It's like, it, text, yeah, go ahead. it's like three earthworm heads. There's no, like, skull. There's no, like, dragon shape or uh, wyvern-type shape to the That's skull. True. It's That's like, true. It, it's like a worm. Have you it's seen like the, the, worm. Yeah, you seen the wyvern, they're, though? They're, they're lizard worms. I mean, that... The, have, I you like, see, have you seen the wyvern, though? That is an actual model that they previewed. No, it looks bananas. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I think I did see the wyvern. Huge yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah. I saw the wyvern. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to like, it. Uh, I, I just how did you not have a dragonish head on this look, thing? It's but, a but hydra. They, but they've always stayed away from that. My but big, it's a my, hydra. Mark one when when uh, uh, hordes came out and I heard there was going to be a dragon faction. I got all sorts of excited because I was thinking medieval typical Dungeons and Dragons I dragon, and it came out as a worm. Right? They were worms. It was a worm faction. Who? So, uh, Who's a worm faction? Uh, Legion, uh, Legion of Everblight. Everblight. Would not call them a worm faction. It, I'm trying to make. And, it and when you just roll I, with it, will you please? And when you look at what, what were the lights called for them? <sighs> the the lights for a legion. What, their race, you know, there was the protector. Oh, the nerfs. Yeah, when you look at a nerf, though, I you could see. No, nerf was the nephilim. The, the nephilim. That's what it is. Nephilim. When you looked at a nephilim, you could see the dragonish thing. There. Sure. When I look I, at this thing, I see like three purple worms. If I'm going okay. to make the D and D reference like mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. three purple worm heads to one purple worm body. Yeah, no, and I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, that um, model sucks. Although you're doing a really good job of trying to fight with me about it. The um, my point my point was they, they seem to have intentionally stayed away from that look for oh. whatever the reason. It's they horrible. Seem, they seem no, to but that's not true that because look. then they went with like the whole serpenty thing on those. I will on say the concept art. I will say it? I like them a lot more in person. That was kind of my reaction too, as well. Like just seeing the pictures online, I was like, I don't know, I don't really like this. I I loved Rassic's rules, right? Like they created a caster that was like for me. I have like three top spells, and he has two of them, right? Yeah, so like, yeah. and, and then he's got the melee thing that I love. And, and, like, it's, and it's interesting that comment you just made. I hear again and again and again from people. They say didn't like the picture, didn't like mm-hmm. it, and then once I'm looking at the model... I get that. Yeah, yeah. I saw him at, at the tournament on the 16th, Yeah, and I was I was sold. I bought one that day. Yeah. So, look, Arthur, I completely get what you're saying, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm also saying when you see it holding in your hands, you might feel differently. And I think the Vipex, to get back to it, Vipex is very interesting. It's like a softer... It's definitely softer than the Hydrix, mm-hmm. um, but it is that 14, and they're both steady. Uh, and then you get to bring, it's the first, well, not the first, It's uh, but it's the best offensive anime, for sure. Um, okay. yeah, yeah. Because you, you get to choose between um, Blade, uh, it's not Bladed Gale, it's, uh, that's, is it Bladed Gale? Is that what it's called? I'm looking. Hang on, tail options. Yeah, Bladed Gale, oh, which yeah. is like a nice little spray 13. It gives you a weapon. That's probably yeah. the most interesting thing about it. Uh, you get to choose Chasen. There's the model, though. Yeah, okay. I know. That's what I'm saying. And, and I'm saying, wait till you, in person and picture is different. Um, so you get to see, you, you get Chasen, which is a great spell. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a POW-12 nuke that also knocks off upkeep spells in Anamai. Yeah, that's right? big. Yeah. Uh, and then the third tale, perhaps my favorite, Hunter's Mark. Mm. Which is excellent for free charges, obviously. And sure. plus two inches on your attack 
range. Yeah. So you take two of these yeah, little so you, guys, right? Yeah. One of them has Hunter's Mark. The other one has the Spike Tail. And then the one without Hunter's Mark applies Hunter's Mark. Or right. your caster does, right? right? Your caster now has access to that right. spell. And then uh, the other one goes in. You've, you know, cleverly given it the Viper Head. So it has sidestep. And then you give it um, the Impalers for two-inch reach. And that thing threatens for miles. And well, you give it four initial melee attacks. You also have the Hunter's Mark plus you have the Warpath. So you, you, also warpath, get to, yeah. you also get to send the Hydrix in. From a yeah. mile away. Too. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so like, yeah. this is, faction seems to be all about speed. Right. It's just getting in there, making well, a mess. It, it feels very much like, uh, like well, original Legion of Everblood. Yeah, which like was Mark II Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was just getting mm-hmm. everywhere that you didn't want it to be instantly. So I'm I'm very intrigued to see yeah, me too. Uh, once the infantry comes out. Like yeah. what if, the, and if, and if, really if I see the infantry in person because that's the concept art of those, which I think were like Snake Men, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really, I really like those. Yeah, because that was an from forever upon forever ago. Right. There were actually snake men, beast men. Mm-hmm. Warhammer fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were ultra rare. They were discontinued long before 1990. <laughs> so, yeah. but I've seen them and I'm like, and snake men are cool. <laughs> like, absolutely. And and they're not really represented in any game out there. So snake men was a great now. choice. Yeah. Um, and I didn't I like agree. those. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. See hey, what if happens. I get really lucky, my son will like that faction, and I can go back to playing. Well, you're, you're the one who screwed that whole thing up. <sighs> Tell me. If your favorite ice cream is vanilla, okay, I'm going to just keep it basic, and, and, you, and you have a child, you don't ever let them eat vanilla ice cream. You get them addicted to chocolate, so that this way the vanilla is always there for you. Yeah, I'm just too indulgent as a father, clearly. Douche. <laughs> and how do you feel now without your army? <laughs> how do you feel now? <laughs> Well, you know what? Uh, hopefully, by Captain Con, uh, I'm I'm gonna get my painted Kator army, and then I'll, I'll start playing Small Mark. Well, you getting the new Kator, um, Cadre Kator, Kator Cadre. Yeah. That's, that's we talked about that last time. I know, but I'm saying that's Good a tongue twister right there. But you'll you'll get yeah. those new models. All right. So uh, we're we're really running short on time. I just want to do one more thing real quick before we call it a cast. Uh, with the WTC coming up, it's gonna do it again. And uh, you said at the beginning that you had nothing to add. You that, change your mind? No, you because... You change your mind no, to the minor? No, I just... No? I give you the freedom to victimize. Uh, so, um, you know, as we come upon the WTC, I'm very interested in what the rules calls call, rules calls are. Uh, and I try to collect them, I put them in a document, I share them with the other judges for the WTC. So I wanted to go over a couple... Um, folks may already know all this stuff already. The uh, forum, the rules forum has gotten... Uh, pretty good. The the Infernals are back in there in force and making rulings and locking threads, which I love to see. Uh, and kudos to those guys for doing it, because it can't be easy. Um, especially since, and I said this before in an earlier podcast, I don't love the new forum. And because they don't mm-hmm. have a rules forum, they have a rules tag. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the rules discussions will just kind of drift off into a place that they shouldn't. And those things didn't happen on the old forum because it was the rules forum, mm-hmm. right? But I think the Infernals are doing a great job of locking it all down. So one of the first things that I, that I found is as ruled upon a lock thread is uh, uh, minimum range. And it was talking about uh, Dust Devil terrain along with uh, the Windstorm spell. I mean, you know, if you do the math different ways, you can get a reduced range. And the ruling was the minimum it can go down to do the interaction of these things is is eight. It's going to be eight. That's going to be the minimum range. Hmm. And then can I follow up to a model that's been destroyed by a slam effect from a spell or a weapon? 
And if you destroyed the model, then there's no follow-up. There has to be... Yeah, yeah. anytime something says directly towards, towards, or, um, you know, uh, measure from a model, which comes up later. Yep. If it's gone, you can't do any of those Well, and that's the same reason we can just talk about it right now, that you can't uh, magic bullet from something that's been... A ricochet. Oh, ricochet, sorry. Ricochet from something that's been destroyed. Yep. Uh, because that thing's gone, so you can't ricochet from it. It's gone. Uh, so then uh, the, there was a question, direct question, does Grand Slam affect the heavy cannon momentum shot? And the answer was, yes, it does. Uh, and then here was a really interesting one. Back to the defenses. And it says, uh, so the wording on powder keg defense says, targetable, this terrain feature can be targeted by basic melee and range attacks as a small base model. This leads to a couple of interactions that are not immediately clear. And they ask, can they be targeted by charges? And the answer is no. Does a hit on them generate an AoE? And what if that AoE has an effect? Quake, withering, humor, are, are, are models standing nearby affected? And the answer is no. And then number three, what if, what if it is hit with something with critical throw? The kegs can be thrown after all. Does it explode due to critical before being thrown? Does the throw resolve when it explodes? And the answer is no. And then it's does it generate an electro leap? The answer is no. And can, can you opt to not thresher it even when a regular model would be hit since it says can be targeted? Well, seeing as how thresher is not a basic attack, this is a non-issue. And then the last one, wouldn't it have been easier to just make it a small base model? To which Chuck Ellswick answered, maybe only the master of the shadow truly know. <laughs> we go on to construct models in a unit with living models and polarity field. And the ruling is, from Dark Legacy, construct models can make charge attacks against a model with polarity field if a non-construct model in the unit charges the polarity field model. So that was pretty direct. Do we have any examples of that? Does there are units that are mixed like that? Construct. I have no idea. Uh, I think with... It the, will be in circle, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so crits and yes. AoEs. Actually, yeah. So remember, the, the, the now when an AoE, AoE misses, it then hits anyway, so this has caused a little bit of confusion. But uh, uh, there are good rules in place. But, like, the bottom line is, if it misses, it, it does right. not hit in the technical sense. Right. So, if you miss, it's not a critical hit is what it comes down to. Although, you, are, you still get... If, if you have an AoE that has knocked down on hit, you still get knocked down. Mm. And then... Um, That's true. So, yeah, if you miss, it's not a critical hit is what it comes down to. Right. And then... Uh, that was the thing, right? Because there was something like, oh, I roll double ones, which makes it a crit, but yeah. I can hit That was anyway. a question. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, and what they're saying is no. It's a yeah. miss. Because it has to miss first before the hit effect mm -hmm. can take effect, right? And then when an AoE miss, attack misses a target, the target was within the attack's range, the target is hit, but not directly hit by the attack and suffers a blast damage roll. So when does the miss really happen? So it's it it um it's just talking about things like, you know, let's say something has dodge, right? Dodge, is that the yep. right rule I'm thinking of? Right, so... And uh, Dark Legacy has ruled that AoEs will miss, that miss will trigger on the on-miss trigger. And then he follows up with, the range doesn't matter. So after you check the range and then the miss happens, someone dodges and they're past the... The, the, the range. They the, still the, take the damage. They still take the damage. Yeah. So I found that very, very interesting. Uh, we talked about this already. You can't make a ricochet attack if you destroy the first model. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Last one, dual attack and special attack. And the ruling is, 
The bison, because the question was specifically on the bison, can the bison shoot and then use both barrels? The bison cannot use dual attack and also make a special attack, and this is the intent for all models, not just the bison. Right, so in my case, I asked about it because I was thinking about the, the striker with the hammer has the tremor star attack. Mm -hmm. Then can I shoot my gun afterwards? The answer is no. No, you cannot. So uh, check, out the, check out the rules tag on the forums if you have not. They're really doing some great work out there. Uh, and I think it is time for us to discuss our closing thoughts. Mr. Rabideau, do you have any closing thoughts? I'm going to go last. You're going to go last. That's your closing thought. Okay. Mr. Continelli, do you have anything to add to the discussion? Mr. Rabideau, closing thoughts? I'm just going to point out that Seth basically just had his own top five. He stole my fucking shit. He cuts it away from me. He didn't bring it up last time. He didn't bring it up just now. Well, no, he just did his own like top, no, right, five, right. Ru top five rules thing. Yeah. That's, That's what, what I was counting. counting with your fingers? Yeah. I was, uh, it's actually, okay. the one, the no, one went it. to seven. So, Do you have a top five you'd like you, to share? You're such a woman. Like, you only, you're the most self-centered person I've ever seen in my life. You're not a bro. Every He's accusation not a bro. is a confession, sir. Not a bro. Okay. Well, so, if I'm a woman, I'm a lesbian. Outstanding. So, so no, I have a last thought then. Okay, let's have so your last I, thought. So I, I, I gave... I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to the people. Okay. So I gave everybody a bag of peanuts. Small little, like, almost the size you'd get on an airplane. Right? Not much. And whereas... Don't you dare. This asshole <laughs> proceeds to open up the bag of peanuts, dumps them on my neoprene mat-covered battle table... And now there's little bits of crap all over the place. Now, to be fair, what I was going to do is I was going to have my top five. And then I was going to... You were not going to have your top five gonna, you I was going to have my top five because I always want my top five. And a few days ago, I came up with the idea of, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep it very War Machine oriented. And I'm going to come up with a top five of the best faction symbols. And that's what we were going to do today. But... Upon really looking at all the faction, faction symbols, just it's all preference. I mean, whatever. okay, all right. I'm just asking if there was criteria. But then, um, I was really looking at all the faction symbols, and as it turns out, I hate all of them, except for Kato, which I really, really like. And Kato was going to be number one, but in order to cover Spoiler up, alert. yeah, in order to cover up the negativity of that, I hate them all because they all suck. Um, a troll buzz was maybe a second place, but that's beside the point. I was going to have my uh, quote-unquote mysterious, invisible, like, butler or, or cleaning person come over here and vacuum up, which I literally have the vacuum in my hands here, the, all Great the radio. peanut crap that Seth, and it wasn't that loud, but it was enough. I can make it louder, right? So I can, and then I was going to say, oh, and number one is Kador. So everybody was going to miss five, four, three, two. And then they would oh, have only heard. Yeah, that's it would have been clever, but because yeah. you're a self-centered bastard, none of that happened. And so that's my final thought. Have a nice day. All right. Well, this is Seth Cohen. Big winner, Stephen Rabido. <laughs> As predicted. All right. This is Seth Cohen saying Yoda was wrong. Without try, there can be no 